What is the non-binary equivalent of MILF? Pilf you can't person. say PILF. PILF sounds like Pilsners. It sounds like a... MILF doesn't pilf. sound great, my friend. No, PILF, PILF sounds like sound a... Have sexy. you got a UTI? Take a PILF now and it'll soothe your rapid burns. Like, I don't want to be a PILF. No. PILF sounds like an STD. This is a sign that we should just delete MILF. Because, like, I got involved the other day. No, Yasmin, don't pull that face. Don't I got you erase MILF from I the... I got involved, <laughs> right, in our... I very rarely get involved in our social and someone asked for advice over on Instagram. So I replied to them and I said, you know, to make it in music, you need to move down to London and you just need to work really hard. Um, and this person went, thanks, mum. Yes. No, I your love fault. you. That's I your love fault. you. I love that. It's your name you. now. It's who you are. I love that for you. Uh, um, do you know what Alex loves? Is the fact that it was me and Alex and Alex is now, that is your thing and it didn't stick with me. Yeah, sorry. I'm thing? rid of that. I'm rid of MILF forever. It's your thing now. Sorry. Alex's thing is being lonely and single. That <laughs> <laughs> so, is my personality traits. Do you know what someone said to me the other day? They were like, oh, yeah, because you're like, you know, the really lonely and single one. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Wow. Thanks. I love that picture. <laughs> Hello and welcome to On Wednesdays We Wear Black with me, Sophie K, Yasmin, I knew you said Yasmin Holcomb and Alex Suman. Wow. We're a hybrid now. Is it because we're brown, Sophie? Oh, wow. shut up. You, we all look the same to you, don't yeah, we? Yeah, you all look the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking criminals. Um, so... This week, and on Wednesdays we were like, this is a bit of a last minute one. We are filming it and airing it pretty much straight away um, because we want to do an episode called We Need to Talk About Machine Gun Kelly. We need to do more than talk. We need to put that man in jail. <laughs> well, We need to it, action that shit. I, I feel like I've got an apology to make because I was the first person to champion this man. <laughs> Oh, no, I did it wasn't. You started I, this. I had a new artist show, right? And I found this rapper called Machine Gun Kelly. This must have been in like 2014. And he I was like, he's pretty cool, but I went to see him live and he had this metal show and I was like, this is amazing because he Are you had not like embarrassed. embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I never expected him to make it. Do you know what? I and I was the first person to say when he was everyone was like, "Oh my god, he's the savior of pop punk." I was oh, like, done. "Yeah, but he's shit." His voice is shit. Oh my god, we got, we've got to be really careful not to. Um, I was trying to stay in the middle ground then, and I just called him shit. So I'm, I might edit that out. Might keep it. But what we're going to do is we're going to run through Machine Gun Kelly and um, the history of why people keep calling out Machine Gun Kelly because recently he was in the news for starting beef with our ultimate Dilf. The true Dilf. The actual the true, true Dilf, Dilf of metal. Metal's biggest Dilf. But he is beyond metal. If you want to be a rocker, an alternative person, the worst thing you can ever say is, I don't like Slipknot. True. <sighs> true. Because you're just, you're done. It's like, you are a fucking fake. You're a fake, fake metalhead if you don't like Slipknot. And not even metal. Like They've made it into every single genre. I saw a tweet that was like the first, no, the biggest red flag is if they don't like Slipknot. And that's true. If they don't like Slipknot, they can die. Machine Gun Kelly, Mm. red flag. Mm. And as well, like Corey Taylor 
don't think this hasn't gone unnoticed. If for any reason Corey Taylor listens to this podcast, which I don't think he does, but in fact, even before Black Lives Matter happened, Corey Taylor started championing people of colour in the scene. Yeah, and he he didn't do it. He didn't post a black square and go, "This is terrible," and post like repost memes off the internet. What he did. (laughs) Is he supported underground artists and started working mm-hmm. with them, people of colour? He yeah. he retweeted my tweets and he started just supporting people within the scene on his own. This is a man who didn't take any credit for doing that. No. And But I saw Corey Taylor and I watched you and I see how you hold yourself. I didn't realise, I didn't actually think about that. But you know, one of my favourite like features that he did was on a Kid Bookie track or Kid Bookie. I recently found out that it's actually Kid Bookie. I've just got a thick, brummy accent. Um, Kid Bookie? (laughs) Kid Bookie. That's what you say though. You call something Bookie over here if it's a bit spooky. Anyway, uh, (laughs) he did a track with Kid Bookie uh, called Stuck In My Ways. And it's so good. And I didn't really deep that actually Corey Taylor works with a a lot of black and brown artists in the scene. And I really rate him for that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like, uh, let's be honest, Kid Bookie is a low, like he's an entry level artist. Yeah. And yep. so for him to, at the level he was at, to get someone like Corey Taylor, who is literally at the top of his game, mm-hmm. is phenomenal. And it says more about Corey Taylor than it does anyone else. So now that I've, um, and as well, Corey Taylor has one of the best voices in the scene. Yes. Like, well, <laughs> Behind Caleb Shomo, but you know, oh, no, this is I digress. Not this is not about let's Caleb let's not Shomo. go there. But I thought we'd forgotten about Caleb. But <laughs> no, compare, say, Stone Sour um, through Glass compared to like Slipknot early Iowa stuff. His yeah. range, his vocal range is admirable. But anyway. We get onto this because we are talking about Corey Taylor. Machine Gun Kelly started beef with Corey Taylor. The only other person that I am in my memory has done that was Chad Kroger. Oh, and I still, I, yeah, he started beef with Corey Taylor, and I've still not forgiven. He called, um, he called Stone Sour Nickelback Light or something like that, and I, I've not forgiven. Sorry. Yeah, this is like, back. and then Corey Taylor went back to him as was like. Um, I'm not the guy who was voted the ugliest man in rock. Uh, and then and then it was uh, this whole beef. And do you know what, though? It was kind of funny and acceptable because it's two titans within their own scene. Whether you like Nickelback yeah. or not, they're massive. Yeah. So now we go on to Machine Gun Kelly. So I thought rather than go start at the beef, let's go back. Yasmin, you found, you've dug through places like TMZ and you found loads of articles and things about Machine Gun Kelly from before he was in our rock scene. Please don't tell people that I've been on the TMZ website. <laughs> please don't tell them that I actively what? use that as a source. <laughs> Every time you went on there, you're like, please forgive me. Oh, Lemmy, for I have sinned. Uh, um, yes. <laughs> I don't want people to know that I actually use that website. But yeah, I did. I, TMZ report on him a lot. But um, no, I, I, I digged into the... To the I don't know where I'm going with that. I just went, so I went down a I went down a rabbit a hole. hole. I went down Digging a rabbit a hole. hole of Machine Gun Kelly, and I found out. So what oh. was our first? What was the f- like the earliest? Because we did you did it in a timeline, didn't you? What's the earliest that you found? Because you were saying that he was actually quite the criminal. 
he has a criminal hit i mean you know any like mainstream star has a criminal history these days but um he got his first misdemeanor for disorderly conduct when he sliced open a bouncer's fingers as reported by tmz in january 2012 when he was like in his very early 20s wow okay criming for a while he has been criming for is that what you're calling it now he's been criming criming for a while these these (laughs) kids in there criming it's the plural of crime it's just criming crimings the the one that got me though is the one that happened in may 2012 tell us about that yasmin um at the bet awards bt no at the bet (laughs) at the bet awards (laughs) my brain had a moment that i'm not with it today at the bet awards Mm. He was um, being interviewed, I'm pretty sure by a black woman. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was because he was being interviewed by a black woman um, and said that black women give the best head and should embrace the blowjob, as reported by MTV News. Wow. Wow. Wow, because there isn't an issue with black women being fetishised, as it is already. I know. He had to go on and clarify that it's just because he loves black women. Like, I've had loads of messages about him using the N-word. Really? I had a lot of people. So I researched this, right? And all I can find, all I can find across the internet is a change.org article where apparently in that same interview, he called a woman a dirty N-word bitch. Wow. What was his reasoning? And I I think maybe it? he said it in like a kind of, in like a, maybe, I don't know. I don't even want to speculate because maybe Ugh. it was him going, you give the best head, admit you're a, a, a dirty N-word bitch. Dirty, I, yeah. I don't know because all I know is either, it's one of two things, this either did not happen and this change thing has just materialised out of nowhere and these people on Twitter are wrong and don't remember it happening and that it's somehow everyone's... Or the label with a lot of money have scrubbed all of the record of it happening off the internet. And people can do that, by the way. Well, so it's happened before, so it could be a possibility. Well, I don't know. I d- we don't want to comment on it. We just All we know is we're just saying what people believe at the moment, but we're not 100% true. We're not 100% sure. We're not even 0% sure that happened. Is just rumblings of it on for the legal reasons we cannot confirm or deny whether this is true <laughs> yes it's like yeah 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 yes. also I'm, I'm just reading a bit more into this mtv news article something i forgot to mention is um and this is according to mtv i, I cannot confirm or deny please don't see me um it was so bad what he said about black women that another black correspondent with an earshot was so annoyed they left I heard that as well. Ooh. Yeah, she walked off the stage. That is what was... So what was written on um, change.org, um, it says, Richard Colson Baker, or Machine Gun Kelly, is a Richard Caucasian Coulson. rapper. <laughs> I know, right? That on an interview at the BET Awards made an offensive sexual comment in reference to his perceived skills of African-American women performing the oral sex act when a black woman behind him took offence and did a graceful move by walking away. Machine Gun Kelly on national television referred to her as a dirty N-word bitch. I cannot guarantee... I cannot say... This is the change.org. It had... Um, it had only 185 supporters and it's now closed. But okay, this is something that came up and that's the only thing I could find on the internet. So I, I have no idea whether that happened or not. But Yasmin, well, what's next in our... 
I mean, I won't lie, I'm very good at giving head, but I'm sure there's a lot of white women who are good at it as well. Yeah, like, come on. I, I know, shout out to my white women out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know some white women who can do deep throat shit. Yeah, I've watched white women do porn. Like, I know that they're capable of that. I'm really yeah. sorry. I'm so, This is my what? public apology. <laughs> so, uh, some of the things that came up in my research. He, in 2016, January 2016, TMZ reported that he doesn't like being referred to as a, right, a white rapper, sorry, as he doesn't have, quote, white issues. And then what? went on this anti-Macklemore like random being like i'm not i'm not a white rapper i don't have white issues so that oh, was something. No. What, what are white issues moving on to september 2018 his bodyguards or someone in his entourage but the article says machine gun kelly's bodyguards um had uh, a little bit of beef with an actor who came up to him and provoked him in some kind of way so they beat the crap out of him and then the actor tried to sue Wow. Yeah, I read about this, about about how the actor apparently said that um, Machine Gun Kelly was kicking off at the police and calling them pussies and all sorts. And this actor was like, if he'd been black or Hispanic, um, he would have been arrested for doing all of that yeah. shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> he hasn't got white issues, though. Then we get on to the... Dra- no, 2018 was a big year for Machine Gun Kelly in terms of beef. Man did not know when to quit. He started beefing with G-Eazy. And then we have the infamous Eminem debacle that made him, allegedly, everyone says it made him go into pop punk because he got roasted so badly that he couldn't stay in rap anymore. So he yeah, because released... he wrote the track, didn't he? Yeah, mm. he wrote Rap Devil about Eminem and then Eminem shot back with Killshot and then <laughs> there's been no response. So he got cancelled from, what, the rap industry? Interesting. But yes. it was about 2012 when it first started because Machine Gun Kelly um, tweeted or was open about the fact he found Eminem's daughter hot. Like, he was mm. he was really open about it. She was, like, 17 at the time, which in some places in America, let's not forget, that is underage. But either way, mm-hmm. he's quite a bit older than her. It's Um, really weird. A guy in their 20s who's perving on a 17-year-old is gross. I'm sorry. I know it's only a few years, and if you're in your 30s, it doesn't matter. But in that time, it does. Um, And so then he... Yeah, it was 2012 when he first did that. And then he tried to defend it on on radio shows and in interviews. Like He was like, I'm sorry, but what's the problem, essentially? Yeah. But then he also perved on a 17 year old Kendall Jenner really mm-hmm. yeah the, the clip's on been a, going viral hasn't on a it? recording as well yeah it's literally a clip a clip going around and it's like yeah What's what got problem? me is the fact he defended himself and the excuse he used to defend himself was well rock stars did it back in the day they dated 14 year olds and it's like it doesn't matter if Mick Jagger dated a 14 year old then like just just because Ted Bundy killed people, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean I'm like, well, Ted Bundy did it, so I can do it. Like, Jesus Christ, what a spoiled little brat. He was listing brat. off all, like, the rock stars as well, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like, this person dated this person who was, like, 14, and this person was 16 and wrote a song about it. It's like, bro, you're not a rock star. You're still rapping at this point. Like, I'm sorry. It doesn't make it okay. Just because people were paedophiles back in the 70s, mm-hmm. whether, whether, like, yes, the 70s was, um, it was still illegal, but people, it was more widespread and more hidden and it was less talked about and there was less education around it. And I'm sorry, but at his age, he's young. 
he should have known better. Yeah. And to d- defend it is grim. It's just weird. It's like most of the people in rock and metal now kind of, um, you know, look bad on the people who did that back in the day. Like even we aren't proud of the fact that our rock stars slept with 14 year olds. That's not a thing that we're like, woo! Yeah, not something to celebrate. No, it's gross. So, okay, so what? um, then he had his battle with Eminem, which that is when I was like, I don't like you anymore. Yeah, because, I mean, Eminem's diss was so much better. Why did he kick a battle with Eminem? Eminem is one of the greatest lyricists that's ever happened. And it's not about... A lot of people focus on the fact that he was a white rapper. And yes, he did have privilege because of his his, um, skin colour. But you speak to any of the OG black rappers and the way he formed his bars... Vox do a great video on it. The way he formed his rhymes was absolutely phenomenal. Like, he deserves... That's what I'm saying. Like, he's not there because he's just a white dude. He deserved... Yeah, he's earned his place. He's earned he's his a, place. He earned there. his place. Yeah, yeah. and so the and facts. so he's it's essentially walking into the room and picking a fight with the biggest guy in the room. Literally, yeah. I described it on Twitter as a yappy chihuahua trying to pick a fight with a pack of wolves. Like that is what I was machine just about to say. That he's me. like a Jack Russell compared yeah. to like a Rottweiler. He's a yappy little dog that you just want to punt. No offense, because I know and Sophie's he, got a yappy I know, little dog. Right. <laughs> I bet, and this is a really harsh thing to say. When you think of Eminem, you don't think of, like, I know he used to walk around with D12 and stuff and G-Unit, um, but you don't think of him shooting people. And I find no. it interesting that he went to the rapper who doesn't have a reputation and picked a fight with a rapper that doesn't have a reputation for shooting a bitch up. Just saying. I didn't even think of that. I literally didn't even think of that. Wow. He didn't want to start a Biggie and Tupac, but he did want to have a fight. Just he saying. wanted to be a big boy, but he couldn't because, oh, like, how embarrassing! Oh, I know. So then, what happened after that? Um, after that, it seems that he disappeared for a bit and kind of made his debut into rock with his "Tickets to My Downfall" album coming out yeah. in 2020. But he was working on it in that time, um, mm. and everyone responded with, "Oh wow, you got dissed out of rap so hard, you had to go into rock." Ha-ha. For being a paedophile, and so then you decided to become a pop punker. Pop punk, like, come on. Please, don't be a stereotype. Kids, I know what I'm gonna do. Pop punk, perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he came over to rock, and I remember like everyone's. I'm gonna be honest here. I remember everyone saying he's the savior of pop punk, <laughs> and I remember no, thinking it was so I, offensive. I don't like his. I don't like his voice, and I think that say if you listen to say State Champs or an artist like that, Machine Gun Kelly to me. At least, okay, I'll reword it. At least when people used to take the piss out of new metal or emo, at least Gerard, Gerard Way and people like that were proper rockers and you could see it. They just had created yeah. this new path and had found success. They didn't yeah. come over. Whereas with Machine Gun Kelly, yeah, he liked rock, but I don't, I don't feel like he would be willing to stick it out in this scene. Yeah, because I think that's the issue. Like, when we talk about this, it kind of seems like we're gatekeeping and I really hate yeah. to tread the line of being a gatekeeper. I think Ben Barlow summarised it perfectly because there's an article I was reading about him and, um, like, the evolution of pop punk. And he put on his story, I, this was a while ago, um, 
he put on his Instagram story, I'm all for pop punk getting some recognition and I'm not gatekeeping it from anyone. It should be for everyone. But when you don't give back to the genre, don't put on smaller bands and you just use it to appeal to yeah. the clueless celebrity circles and top 40 normies with no respect for the world it comes from. It belittles the work and experience of bands who have kept the genre alive. And that was posted yeah. on his Instagram story mm-hmm. uh, two months ago. There you go. I just think... Oh, I just think... He went to pop punk because he had nowhere else to go. Call that controversial, but I think he got cancelled so hard. He thought, oh, you know what? If I just get some like big boys on my album with me, like fuck it, let's get Youngblood in for a song. Um, I've made it. Do you know what I mean? And I just feel like it's just a bit. I'm going to say something more controversial. Go on, Sophie. Get yourself cancelled. I go think on, that um, so him and Youngblood wasn't anyone at the time either, really, in America. And I think him and Youngblood's friendship and them doing everything together was a bid to make Machine Gun Kelly bigger in Europe and Youngblood bigger in America. And I <gasps> Do you think, know what? I've never thought that. And I think that um, that whole collaboration between different artists is, it's all some kind of, um, I, I just feel like it's all fake. And I, I don't think a lot of them dated the people that they were supposedly dating. I don't think <laughs> they were... Friends of the people that they going there, man. I just don't think I'm just not buying it. I'm not buying it. You know what? Someone tweeted me and was like, "If he was actually dating Megan Fox, why would he be having a fight with Corey Taylor? He must be happy enough. Like he must be so miserable. Like if he was actually dating (laughs) Megan Fox, would you not focus on Megan Fox instead of picking fights with every single person?" I was like, "You know what? That's a very good point. Very good point." So we um we've already touched on this, but his strange relationship with underage girls got touched on um in twenty nineteen, twenty twenty, as he started to blow up with his new album, everyone was like, What about these tweets that you put out in, in two thousand twelve, mate? Bit dodgy. Okay, so I have the tweet that Machine Gun Kelly put out. Um and this was from the looks of it back in twenty ten. And he said, I wish 13, 14, 15 year old girls weren't allowed to be so hot so I wouldn't feel like such a creeper when I look at them. I'm still 19. Hashtag, I'm just saying. Gross. It makes me uncomfortable. So gross, so gross. And like, it's... Like, at 19, if you're perving on 13 year old girls at 19, like, they've just hit puberty... That's sick. Yeah. There's so many people your own age as well. And why would you tweet that? Why would you put it out into the world like, hi. Gross. I'm, I'm a bit noncy. The tweet. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Okay. Mm. So that was the tweet that he put out. What else has happened since, Yasmin? He, um... He had the infamous Spotify interview about Warped Tour and Comfy Shoes and... Oh, my God. I'm pretty oh, sure we've don't. discussed this on the podcast Flashbacks. before. So, according to Alt Press, uh, it looks like Machine Gun Kelly has sparked quite the debate about Warped Tour and appropriate punk rock stage attire. Uh, his recent interview for Spotify's Rock This, he detailed the state of rock and roll depends on rock stars and said that basically people are getting too comfortable in rock and wearing comfy shoes to Warped Tour... <laughs> poses um so if you've ever wore comfy shoes you should die no i'm kidding <laughs> yeah because he was he was talking about like wearing trainers and stuff on stage it was you know what's really funny is our friend craig who um does the downbeat podcast he actually called out 
this is the first time I realised how hard these Machine Gun Kelly stands go because he called out Machine Gun Kelly and he, he said something to him like, when you've spent every night of Warped Tour sleeping in the back of a van and blah, 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 talking about how hard bands like him have had to tour. Um, yeah. And Machine Gun... I, I, and it's just, like, so true because Machine Gun Kelly hasn't had to go through the struggling rock star phase where you're sleeping, like, five guys all sleeping in the back of a splitter van. Yeah. Yeah, because he... The actual quote is, um, this is what I fucking hate. I did walk tour and these people would wear comfortable shoes on stage every day. Fuck your Nike and your new balance comfy shoes. Put on some Dr. Martins, some fucking Chucks. Put on some Vans. It's not about you. It's about the show. You don't look cool, man. I hate your feet. I hate your shoes. I hate everything about your rock and roll. not comfortable. Like... That's because he got to be like when he did walk tour. I don't even think he did the full run. He only did a few dates, and he had a much more luxurious stay than everybody else who had to sleep in a cramped van, who had to walk around for like forty hours a day. Here's the thing: I've never watched a band like, say, All Time Low, who are the kings uh, alongside. Mm. In fact, I'm sure that Mark Hoppus probably wears Nikes on stage. He seems like the type to wear Nikes yeah, on stage. He does. He really and I'd does. Be, I'd be like, you go, Mark. And if state champs wore Nikes on stage, I'd be like, you go, state champs. You go. There's never a point at which, because they're genuine musicians, and so it, it doesn't matter. I think when you have to bring up someone's looks into it, it pretty much yeah. tells that you know nothing about alternative culture. Like, kids on TikTok do energy. it all the time. They're like, you don't look alternative, and it's like, cool, but my job yeah. is being an alternative yeah music journalist like if all you rely on is looks and you have no knowledge about the music of course you think it's all about the looks when it's not because most of my favorite emo bands are just guys in khaki shorts and (laughs) glasses and greasy hair and like a 70s -hmm. rock merch like they don't look emo they don't they really don't you're speaking truth speaking truth um okay so he did that i remember it pissed me off but I remember it being the most talked about thing for a long time. And maybe I remember Eminem being the most talked about thing, like to the point that I knew about it and we all knew about it, even though we probably don't follow that world. And so this is now starting to show a pattern. Yeah. Of somebody who knows how to work the press and is doing Mm it for stunts. And the, for clout. Uh, the the climax of all of this was his battle with Corey Taylor. I say battle. Corey Taylor didn't give a no shit um, and went on Twitter to very candidly explain the actuality of the situation. But um, he, as Loudwire reports, uh, both Machine Gun Kelly and Slipknot were headlining Riot Fest on the fourth day in Chicago. And before kicking into his track Jawbreaker from his latest album, Tickets to My Downfall, Machine Gun Kelly said the following, Hey, you want to know what I'm really happy that I'm not doing? Being a 50-year-old wearing a fucking weird mask on a fucking stage, talking shit, so anyway, what's everyone's favourite candy? Reese's Pieces? That video went viral on Twitter. Artists, fans, the whole music industry spoke out and gave their opinions on this. Um, and it blew up. Like, everyone reported on it. Do you think anyone... Yasmin, you're the expert on Gen Z. Um, for a start, I'm just going to say, Machine Gun Kelly, you're a dick. Um, but Ooh. secondly, yeah, I said it. I said it, and I wanted to say another word, but I didn't, because I thought I didn't want to offend anyone. Um, but... Yasmin, you know the Gen Zs. Uh, to me, right, insulting Slipknot would be like someone from my youth insulting Metallica. Yeah, they're an older band, but they have no age on them. A bit like Blink-182. 
are Gen Zs, do Gen Zs think, like, you guys love insulting the Beatles. Do you... Do you think it's cool to insult Slipknot? Are there going to be like hordes of thirteen-year-old no, no, girls no, who no, go no, criminal? Our, that is our age criminal. range, uh, our our era range, I should say, for like iconic is eighties-ish onwards. So nineties, especially like metal in the nineties, Chef Kiss, we love it, we adore it. Slipknot are gods, in my opinion. You insult Slipknot, you get a a taste of my. I don't know what I'd do because I'm like five three and I'll I'll bite you. But um, no, Gen Z's love Slipknot. We worship Slipknot. We insult the Beatles because they've just got old enough. Like they're in the 60s now, so they're just ancient. Maybe kids in like 2040 will be insulting Slipknot. Who knows? Because <laughs> I don't understand. Like what I don't understand is um, by insulting Eminem, I could almost understand at the time because in rap there's this like stereotype that rappers beef and that hasn't happened for many, many years. So maybe he, in some moron way read about the beef that used to happen in the 90s and tried to emulate that and so but then he's done the same thing in rock and that's not a thing right he's trying to bring the um very tmz approach of you know like oh rappers beef with each other pop stars beef with each other oh who's dating who like it's giving a very hollywood feel to a, a very diy scene and it's not like a lot of the people can dumb? tell that it's fake well, yeah, because actually we've not referenced the fact that he tried to start a fight with Conor McGregor a few days ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that a, was... I don't even know what happened with that. Oh, I don't oh defend God. Conor McGregor. Uh, he's an he's ass. I'm not going to defend him. But what I will say is Machine Gun Kelly, according to his report, said that Conor wanted a photo with him yeah, and he said no and then it started a fight. Are you try- Conor McGregor is a massive celebrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why would he want a picture with Machine Gun Kelly? And this has not been sitting right with me. And so I want to hear his side because I'm like, if I'm Conor McGregor, I might hit on his girlfriend or ask for a picture with Megan Fox. Well, that's but what I don't I think read. I'd even know who Machine Gun Kelly is. That's what I read. Um, Conor McGregor made a statement the next day saying, I don't really know who Machine Gun Kelly is. Um, I know who Megan is. is Megan's it? come to my fights before, but he's never heard of Machine He doesn't even know who Machine so Gun Kelly is. He just started beef. He just started beef, just beefing for no reason. Yep. Well, we don't know yet. We don't know exactly what happened. So maybe, maybe not. Maybe it was that Conor McGregor asked for a photo of machine, the famous Machine Gun Kelly, the historic star. Um, and the saviour of pop punk. The saviour of pop punk. And then a fight broke out. But does it not seem more likely to this guy's MO that maybe Conor McGregor said hi to his girlfriend and... And then something, and then Machine Gun Kelly just got, sounds like he likes starting fights. Do you think he needs to do this because he's just got fuck all coming up, like music wise? He just feels the need to stay so relevant that he just has to start fights. Yeah, exactly. He's got nothing else. He's not releasing anything really that I even fucking know or care about. So maybe it's just that he needs to stay relevant and by fighting random people and getting in random news articles and going viral on Twitter, that's how he's doing it. Do you know, um, so for, for this little research that I did, I actually went on Twitter to see what people were saying and everyone's pretty much agreeing with you guys. So um, at LK underscore said, Machine Gun Kelly's plan to break into the alternative world by continuously alienating alternative fans. So he's left yeah. with the exact same fan base yeah. he had is going to backfire at some point. And then there was um, XX Murder Dolls XX that said Machine Gun Kelly said mine is a heart and then switched to pop punk. Miss Girl is really committed to the role. (laughs) (laughs) 
do you know what as well right i'm just going to be honest here um and, and i like bald men as we know like i'm dating a baldy and i find him very sexy um but if if you're going to pick on people for being old 50 years old right should you not be someone who hasn't got hair plugs wait he what he's bald he's got hair he's got hair plugs 100 <gasps> percent. he's had hair because pl- like right let me bring up a picture he was, no. receding. He had, like, a he huge was forehead didn't he when he was it, younger he if you look at pictures of him when he was 23 and he was talking about all this shit right look at his hairline here's here's these bits here are all the way back to like he's receding hard and now all of a sudden he's got a full head of hair like i'm sorry that's a receding gentleman picking on oh people God. picking on people for being old i'm sorry i'd had to say that's it. that's really funny lol sorry not that there's anything wrong with men who've got receding hairlines because my partner has a receding no. hairline and will go bald like his father and i can't wait to look his bald head but Christ. but just don't walk like, around um, calling people old <laughs> it's like, like throwing throwing rocks at a glass house is that what yeah. they say oh you got it right well done thank you <laughs> people who throw living people who live in glass houses shouldn't throw rocks that's the that you were looking for uh, i tried okay you, tried. you were close you were close you were Fucking close tried. but so Corey responded but before he did machine gun kelly dug himself a hole even further so not only did he go on stage and publicly insult one of the most like iconic bands of their era he then went on twitter to further clarify because he never said in the statement like that he made on stage oh this is about slipknot but he then no. went on Twitter to be like, in case you didn't know, it was about Corey Taylor, um, saying Corey did a verse on a song for Tickets for My Downfall. Uh, it was fucking terrible, so I didn't use it. He got mad about it, talked shit to a magazine about the same album. Uh, he was almost on or something like that. That's what Loudwise reported. So Machine Gun Kelly said that on Twitter. Wow. So Corey Taylor clapped <laughs> back. Bow, bow, bow. Uh, Corey said I don't like airing private shit like a child so this is all I'll say I didn't do the track because I don't like when people try to write for me I said no to them so further ado hashtag receipts and then showed an email correspondence between himself yes. and Travis Barker because he was obviously going through Travis Barker to talk to Machine and Kelly because I think Travis might be producing that album or I've produced it because it came out so they were talking to one another and Corey said, yeah, no, I'm not really not really feeling this. Sorry. Bye. Peace out. See you later. Um, and that was that. <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly in the text said, oh, yeah, I love Corey's verse. It's fucking sick or something like that. And I'm like, you... Yeah, yeah so I saw that. Like, he said that he fucking killed it. He was stoked and honoured to be featured on the track. And he mentioned that he added a bridge in the second half to be used for Taylor's verse in hopes that Taylor would also record in that vocal style that he used on Slipknot's Psychosocial, as reported by Loudwire. That's what Machine Gun Kelly said in the email to Corey Taylor. And then Corey Taylor responded saying, uh, so I listened to the ideas and to be honest, I don't think I'm the right guy for the track. Nothing personal. I just think if this is what MGK is looking for, uh, someone else is the guy to do it. So... Corey was like, I can do this. I just don't want to because just... I'm so talented, rich and famous that Fucking I can Corey. and do whatever Imagine I want. Imagine telling Corey Taylor how to sing and how to write a song. Do you know what I mean? How Imagine, do you know, I, 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 let's be honest. Does anyone think, like, I think some of Machine Gun Kelly's songs are good. Um, I don't think he wrote them, but I think his vocal performance is reminiscent of like, this happens a lot, right? You know when someone who's famous tries to release an album and it's like, 
oh, here's Macaulay Culkin singing in a pizza band. And you're just like, oh, Paris God, this Hilton's. Is... And we used to get it. We used to get debut. it. Yeah. People like Paris Hilton singing or like... Um, Ashley Tisdale. <laughs> it, it's just cringe. Even when Mel B tried to... Um, try to <laughs> just like word up everybody say everybody. Um, it's just a bit cringe isn't it um and i just feel like machine gun kelly just gives me vibes of someone who's got far too much money far too many contacts but zero talent so yeah that was that was where we got up to really i mean there were some other things like the fact that he covered a paramore song and everyone made fun of him because it wasn't great <laughs> i didn't know this I'm no not, it's really listen. funny really i feel bad terrifying. But it's really oh funny. my god it's so bad right the, the day that machine gun kelly really gave me the 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 ick as alex would say like really the sent ick. me under was the day there was that video that went out of him dancing on a boardroom table at the, <laughs> oh, at the no. label? Doing air guitar on the table. Oh, Why? oh stop it. Why stop did it he now. do that? 31 years old. Oh. Why did he do that? That was the most cringy thing I think I've ever seen. It made me feel physically sick. He just had a team of people around him trying to laugh along with him because they were getting paid for it and i'm yeah, sorry it was it boomer was really vibes awkward. it was really awkward watching them be like ha yeah i'm down with the kids yeah oh my god you're wearing plaid <laughs> yeah i get this we need to talk about machine gun kelly and there's a lot of speculation here and yeah a lot of it is personal opinion if you were coming to us for a news site we're not a fucking news site we're a podcast um and i mean we are journalists but ignore that for a second because this is just, just, our just opinion. forget about that briefly. but you can go to where we work if you want to have like um no opinions you can listen to us in our day jobs um just and i say that because someone got really annoyed at the marilyn manson episode and went there was loads of opinion what were you expecting? God forbid. <laughs> but anyway, okay, so Machine Gun Kelly, in conclusion, I think the main things we need to talk about with Machine Gun Kelly, a lot of this has been a p- opinion, but the facts are he tweeted perving on underage girls. And I'm I'm not about finding people's old tweets and cancelling them for it, but perving on underage girls is something that he is continuously defended doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also... Now he's called out our Lord and Saviour. Why would you go there? Why would you think it's a good idea? Why would you think you're going to survive that? Like, have you seen Corey Taylor? That man will rip you to shreds. I think he Mm. thinks by being in the press everywhere that buys him fans because people say there's no, um, there's no such thing as as bad press. But that's wrong. There is in rock and roll. There is in rock and roll because we're with you for life. If you make it into rock, we're with you for life. Even if you shit like he is, he could have had life for fans. But he's fucked it. I just imagine like Travis Barker going, oh, fuck, mate. What have you done? I helped you. It's bad for his rep as well. Like what? Travis, hon, what? what No, get away. Get leave. Please leave. If Travis wasn't Travis, I would be like, what the fuck are you doing, my friend? But because it's Travis Barker, I'm like, God damn it. You can do no wrong. (laughs) <laughs> everything you do is so perfect yeah everything yeah, you annoying. do is so perfect um but yeah so machine gun kelly so let's end it with words of wisdom our thoughts on machine gun kelly my words of wisdom don't beef with Corey taylor thank you and good night or we're coming for you yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's just a battle you'll lose code orange even said that on twitter they were like you don't want to go down this road buddy just don't do it mm-hmm. <laughs> My words of wisdom 
are don't dance on tables when you're 31 or ever because that's not cool anymore and um just stop being proud of acting like a total dickhead my words of wisdom are gatekeeping isn't always bad there's certain instances (laughs) where it's acceptable number one when that girl was like I love metallic writing and it's got the metallic oh. writing on this t-shirt. It's the girl who's pointing at Metallica t-shirt that she's bought mm-hmm. in like some high street store. Um, and the other time is this. Uh, and don't don't mess with, unless you are chat, like you might be headlining the same festival as Corey Taylor, but it doesn't mean you are the same size as Corey Taylor. And that is the lesson that that boy needs to learn. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because he's he's nowhere near Slipknot, nowhere at we wear black pod on twitter and instagram and we wear black pod at gmail.com i am sophie k on twitter and instagram and at i am sophie kx on tiktok i am at yasmin suman on instagram and at yasmin suman x on twitter and in no, on twitter and tiktok <laughs> i'm at alex holcomb on instagram and on twitter and at alex plays punk on tiktok how do so we get machine gun kelly cancelled we don't. He's already. I think he's like pretty the much plague. there. Let Later him exist. End. Let him exist. It'll happen eventually. I feel like his existence is enough to get him cancelled. You just yeah. gotta wait. Just wait it out. Yeah. Like one of them nasty spots that you get. Oh you God! Go, yeah. Got, there's more. There's more to us than the nasty spot. There's also a beautiful beauty mark, and it's called Slipknot. Oh. That's the end of the podcast. Bye. <laughs> you were listening to on wednesdays we wear black please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do special thanks goes out to the nova twins for the badass music and wargasm for the killer screams see you next week